Welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. I'm sure glad you chose to join in today. And in this episode, we're going to look at the priesthood, particularly the priesthood of Israel. Now, the priesthood did not start with the nation of Israel. The male head of every household functioned as a priesthood on behalf of the family before the nation of Israel existed. Job 1.5 And it was so when the days of the feasting were gone about that Job sent and sanctified them and rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus did Job continually. And then Noah did the same thing in Genesis chapter 8 verse 20. And Noah built an ark or an altar unto the Lord and took of the clean every clean beast and every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob all built altars and sacrificed animals to God. The priesthood that we're familiar with with Israel was established when God commanded Moses to take his brother Aaron and then Aaron's sons, which are of the tribe of Levi, and designated them as priests in Exodus chapter 20, verse number 1. And take thou unto thee Aaron thy brother and his sons with him, and from among the children of Israel, that he may minister unto me in the priest's office, even Aaron, Nadab, Adu, Elzair, and Ithamar, Aaron's son. In the days or decades to follow, priesthood was passed down through Aaron's family. Now the word priest means one who officiates. The priests were not self-appointed, but divinely called by God. They interceded for the Israelites by offering gifts and sacrifices for their own sins and in for the sins of the entire nation of Israel. We find that recorded for us in Hebrews chapter 5, verses 1 to 4. Priests could not have any physical defects. And they were rejected if they failed to meet the qualifications set out for them in Leviticus chapter 21, verses 7 to 21. Uh, so no, you know, it was it was a very strict rule, and it had some very stringent guidelines, and they had to follow that. Uh, so some of the things uh, they were allowed and not allowed to do, uh, priests uh, had certain restrictions. They couldn't shave their heads. Um, they couldn't shave their beards, their eyebrows, or make any cuts in their flesh. That's in Leviticus chapter 19, verse 27. And you shall not round the corners of your heads, neither shalt thou mar the corners of thy beard. You shall not make cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor print any marks on you. I am the Lord. They were not to marry a profaned woman. That word of profane means a secular or non-spiritual uh, woman. Now, they weren't allowed to divorce. They weren't allowed to marry someone who was divorced. They... Um, could not marry someone who was involved in prostitution uh, prior to coming back to God. Um, you know, there were they had some stringent uh, qualifications and restrictions again. And many years later, Nehemiah condemned the priests for taking heathen wives. In Nehemiah chapter thirteen, he actually cast people out. Uh, some priests were not what they should have been doing, and uh, he he removed them from their place of uh, staying. 
Uh, and Leviticus chapter 22 spells out all the restrictions. I'm not going to go into all those, but uh, they, they had some restrictions. The priests were responsible to represent Israel before God. Uh, they were to declare God's will to the nation. That was a responsibility they had. They taught the Mosaic law. They cared for the tabernacle while you know Israel was uh, in transition. And then even then, until when Solomon built the temple, uh, and then once the temple was built, they worked in the temple, and they offered sacrifices in worship to God. And you find that described in Deuteronomy chapter 33, verses 8 to 10. Unfortunately, over time, the priesthood grew corrupt. The priests abused and misused the callings and the position that they were given amongst the people in the nation. Hophni and Phineas come to mind as some of the most horrific abuses of power. Um, they forcibly took people's offerings, which the idea of they bring an offering to give to God, they took it from them. And they they slept with women at the door of the tabernacle. They were involved with some very bad immorality. And it was their deeds were wicked and they were known. It wasn't a hidden thing. Um, God punished Hophni and Phinehas and the entire house of Eli for these acts. Uh, Eli's house died with him. The prophet Malachi detailed the priest's corruption as well. He uh, sarcastically argued or urged them to take the blind and crippled and diseased animals to the governor to see if the governor would accept these diseased animals. And no priest or anyone for that matter would dare offer such a worthless thing to the governor so how much more insulting could would it be that you would offer the main blind diseased offering to the god of this universe the priests demeaned the temple by their actions and their attitudes now not all were bad but you know unfortunately there was a growing majority uh, they would Warned, they were warned to turn from their wicked ways numerous times because they were going down a path of disobedience. The Lord said he would send curses prophesied against Israel as it entered in Canaan. That's found in Deuteronomy 27, verses 9 to 26. And now Malachi wasn't the only prophet who relayed God's commendation, or condemnation, I should say, to the false prophets. Jeremiah 5.31 says the prophets prophesy falsely and the priests bear rule by their means and my people love to have it so and what will you do in the end thereof ezekiel confronted them in chapter 22 hosea 5 1 says hear ye this o priests and hearken ye house of israel and give ye ear o house of the king for judgment is toward you because you've been a snare to Mizpah and a, nuts and a net spread upon Tabor. You know, Micah uh, brings words of reproach to the priests and prophets in chapter 3, verse 11. And Zephaniah, another Old Testament prophet, said in chapter 3, verse 4, Her prophets are light and treacherous persons. Her priests have polluted the sanctuary. They've done violence to the law. I mean, that's really hard to comprehend that. They were supposed to be preserving and preaching and teaching the Mosaic Law. And here, 
by the inspiration of God, this prophet is led to write, they have polluted the sanctuary and they have done violence to the law. So they have far drifted from their purpose. By the time Jesus began to minister here on earth, the priesthood, I mean, it was beyond redemption. The priesthood were, you know, they were full of pride as a as a group. Uh, I'm sure there was those in the priesthood who were not, but generally speaking, they were full of pride, and they certainly abused the power they had. They used their position to acquire massive amounts of wealth. Uh, and that was never the purpose of being in the priesthood to get wealth. They used their position to influence politically. Uh, again, that's not the purpose of the of the priesthood. That wasn't the idea. That's not what God set them up to be. Uh, Jesus uh, predicted the high priest would reject, arrest, and convict him. And call for his crucifixion. That's exactly what happened. Matthew chapter 16 records that for us. Both the Jewish religious authorities and the Roman political leaders put Jesus on trial. Numerous hearings were held amongst the Jew, uh, amongst them, the Roman leaders and the Jewish religious authorities. And the Jewish religious leaders brought Jesus before Annas and then Caiaphas. Uh, who were high priests, and then Jesus went to the Sanhedrin. Jesus reigned before the Roman governor, Pontius Pilate, and sent him to Herod, who sent him back to Pilate. Uh, they, they couldn't even figure all this out. And, and he gave in to demand. This is Pilate. Now he gave in to demand by the Jewish leadership who had stirred up the mob to crucify Jesus. And just, I mean, that's amazing that God had established that priesthood to teach his law to show people what they must do to sacrifice and things of that nature and here they were stirring the crowd demanding that the lamb of god be crucified all these trials were illegal according to jewish and roman law by this time the priesthood had sunk so low it bore little to no resemblance to the office that god had instituted in the wilderness of sinai and when he commanded Moses to take Aaron and his sons and to consecrate them to serve him. I hope you have learned a lot about the priesthood this episode. And I hope it's been a help and encouragement to you. I hope you have a wonderful day. And until next time, keep exploring the word and looking to Jesus. <music>